welcome back to this week's episode of Stimulating ASES Podcast. This is me, Rachel Hoffman, uh, at the Middle School STEM Zone. And Patty Mabry with the Upper School uh, Center for Innovation. And again, this month we've been talking about planning and getting ready for the school year, um, which is daunting sometimes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And this week we're going to discuss middle school. So here we go. Um, this year has, has, um, is going to be a little different, not a whole lot, but a little. So I have two eighths, Mm -hmm. a seventh hands-on, a seventh robotics, two sixth, and then a fifth STEM and a fifth young entrepreneurship class. And then, um, possibly a upper school digital natives club okay so uh (laughs) are you still are you planning for one day a week meetings or have they changed the schedule for next year no and no unfortunately it's it's really hard for us to change the schedule since we align with the upper school schedule right so we um for those of you that don't know we share teachers um with upper school um about six teachers six of our Mm -hmm. teachers uh, teach both middle and upper so it's really hard for us to change our schedule sometimes because because of that situation so i'm still doing um once a week 80 minutes with my fifth or my sixth through eighth grade my fifth grade i only get once a week for 45 minutes so um, we're going to start using fifth grade year. Fifth grade was the one grade level where we could change the schedule because there are no overlapping teachers. teachers. Right. Um, so fifth grade is going to be more of our transition year into middle school. Um, so they're going to have, they're going to be able to go to all of their classes, all of their core classes every day as okay. opposed to what um what we've been doing so that way they kind of get used to transitioning but at the same time they still have their core classes every day um just for them to kind of get mm-hmm. accustomed to middle school so um that leaves me with 45 minutes with them once a week so <laughs> that's a little different because i'm going from 80 with them to 45 which is fine because again 80 minutes is hard Hard. It's hard for fifth graders. It's, it's hard really for hard. eighth graders. That's true. <laughs> it's hard for me, like as an individual, sometimes. Right. Um, it helps with science labs, but that you know, and, right? And some, yeah, some of those those projects, but you don't need it all the time, right? Know? But it's just way it's an eighty minute constant, it. and it's just that one a week, and I can't tell what's which is more. Um, and I, I'll go to into plans on how I plan to try to figure it out. But I'm not sure if it's more detrimental that I only see them once a week. So they don't remember where they were when they get to me. Or if it's more detrimental that they have to think about a critical thinking for 80 minutes in an in, in 80-minute block. Right. So this year I'm going to change um, a little bit. And I haven't decided with my seventh grade hands-on. With the rest of my classes, we'll do like what we did for fifth grade. We'll do 15 minutes of coding at the beginning of every class. That way there's 
something with instructions or not necessarily um, instructions, but if they miss it, there's like little hints and little tutorials so that way they can move past it. Right. Whereas with our big projects, sometimes they hit a snag and then they're stuck on it for 80 minutes. Right. So if I give them that 15 minutes of not only, um, it's not necessarily direct instruction, but it gives them like, they'll get, oh, I finished this level. Awesome. Or you know what I mean? Like it, mm -hmm. it possibly will give them that sense of accomplishment at the beginning. And it'll get them to warm up their brain to get ready to work on their long-term projects. Right. So I haven't, again, I haven't decided what I'm going to do for seventh hands-on yet because they're not my tech group. They're just going to be my my building and tinkering. Um, but I'll figure it out maybe. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Any ideas? <laughs> I know it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge yeah. when you don't have you know, and you had to figure out this last year how how long it actually took them to complete projects and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So most of them are you going to continue with the virtual notebook? Yep. And so a, a lot of those kids have all had that before, mm -hmm. and so um, they can support each other. I think that will be a little easier mm -hmm. um, this next time. Yeah, I'm I'm liking the like I was going through I was showing um during my Google uh class that I've been doing for the teachers this summer. I was showing them the digital notebook and I liked the idea that once like I was looking at Sessie's. So once she hits eighth grade, she's gonna be able to go back and look to see all of her like what she all did right. in sixth grade. And it's all gonna be right. in the same notebook in the same spot. Um, giving them a little bit of a a portfolio-ish. They will, once they hit eighth grade, make a more professional portfolio for STEM. But they'll be able to look back at everything in the journal, um, which I think is, at the very least, it's a keepsake. You know what I mean? Right. That's digital, and I, don't, I didn't cut down on tree to, to do it. <laughs> right. They just need to share it with themselves, with their personal email. With their personal email. Yeah. Yeah. That way, uh, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So we'll keep doing that. We we still will be doing our four Ds on a constant, everyday basis, going over mm -hmm. our four Ds, um, which is our version of Scrum. So when they leave me, they'll graduate to Scrum with you. Mm -hmm. um, and when they graduate to me, they've kind of gone through the four D's without knowing they've gone through the four D's because Cindy right. has them still plan out before they do. Um, right. So anyway, um, so yeah, we'll still be doing our journal with our four D's. I'm going to be doing the code HS, I think for okay seventh and eighth, I think for sixth and fifth, we'll still stick with um, code.org. Code Mm -hmm. Yeah, that took me a second. Code.org. But I think for my 7th and 8th, we'll graduate to Python on CodeHS. Um, and so that's um, that'll be, I think, good. And I think that way, if they do decide to do coding when they get to upper school, they'll have a solid base. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll have a solid base. 
Um, so that way they can really do if they want to um, and move on. Even if they, even if they don't enjoy coding and it's not something they want to do beyond school, they can still take it and get that credit for it, that college credit right. for it. So um, it kind of gives them a a step up towards um, the college aspect. Right. Um, and that gives them to uh, an understanding if they're running a business and, you know, if their phone's not working or if there's other things and understanding yeah. what your IT people are, are doing behind the scenes right. and having just knowing just knowing more about it i think everyone should be exposed to coding in some some yeah. degree and, and, and it's, should it's should that, code. that critical thinking beyond code behind coding too oh yeah because you have to really sometimes get creative with how you solve a problem right which is which is always good um i think this year i will probably be doing more dis- challenges um I really enjoyed our breaks, and I think that's maybe just a plan for a few more breaks throughout the year from the big projects. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think I was like, no, we're just going to get through projects, and we did. But I think I enjoyed, and I think they enjoyed the breath of fresh air from just here's what you need to do, do it today, and get it done. Right. <clears throat> Again, that sense of I got this done today, and I did it. And I finished it. Um, that sense of accomplishment for them, I think, is needed mm-hmm. throughout the year. Um, I don't worry about badging out with past sixth grade. I mean, they do badge out, but they come to me during study hall to badge out if okay. they didn't. If they haven't already done if it. If they haven't already done it. I hate for it to eat up class time when most of everybody else has already done it. Because all of, uh, for those of you that don't know, all of fifth grade badges out on the 3D printer as they come through. Right, and it's only going to be new students. So it's just new students who Mm -hmm. will need to badge out. So they can come in during um, a study hall or advisory or something and and knock that out. Um, So I do think that for my eighth grade, we're going to move past, we're going to graduate past Tinkercad. And we might graduate to Blender. Blender. Okay. Maybe. Or they might start with Tinkercad and then do your base project in Tinkercad and move it to Blender to do your more fine detailing. Um, but then that'll give them I'm I'm what I'm trying to do as a middle school is I'm trying to bridge the gap for that for them to hit upper school and do big Big ideas, big projects, right? We talked about big tools, big ideas, big kids, big projects. Um, So um, anyway, I'm trying to bridge that gap and make it a little more seamless. So that way, once they do hit high school, they can just do. Um, And so if I introduce Blender, hopefully our new VR teacher um, will be able to use that base of skill to help with the virtual reality realm. Right. Um, Speaking of virtual reality, I am having a hard time deciding how far, I'm waiting to see the curriculum for the Apple School virtual reality, I guess. So I can backwards um, curriculum plan from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So once, once we get that curriculum, um, 
I'll be excited to take a peek. I'm really thinking for middle, it's not so much as making VR as it is experiencing it and getting accustomed to being in the space Mm -hmm. and getting their head wrapped around the 3D world in a technology field. Mm -hmm. Which for them, I think they understand. They just don't understand that they understand. They play video games all day long. Right. (laughs) Like, I feel like they know what it is. They just don't know that they know what it is. And then... I'm just going to ramble on. You're just going to get, this is, this is the box, the big, weird, disgusting box that is Rachel's brain. So it's just going to like, I'm just going to spew from it. (laughs) I want to do AI um, with my, very much so with my seventh grade robotics. I'm just not sure how. And with my sixth grade, I want to introduce it in like a tiny little project. Um, but I want to do a little bit more with my seventh grade robotics tech class. I just, have you done any AI lessons? Um, what I wanted to do uh, was bring Alexa into the classroom yeah. and, uh, and and go ahead and pre-program her and, uh, and they have to use the... Um, the remote, they can't just talk to her. So they you know, that helps control the random questions that, you know, yeah. that may be inappropriate. And then, you know, and so finding a way to do it safely. Um, and, uh, and you can program within her for, or you can play games and uh, Alexa will, uh, will respond. So you go ahead and you type up a blueprint of this question and answers. And so she'll ask a question and then, uh, you can answer it. Uh, students can answer it, like playing in a game situation, and then, and then you, you've already programmed how she's going to respond if they're wrong or if they're right. You know, if there's a hint or whatever. So the, all that's you can do, and you can change her to only speak Spanish or only speak French or something like that. And and so the kids have to, you know, has has to figure you know figure it out. She's going to understand them in English or French right. or whatever. I mean, just because she's able to, but. Um, I said she, it, I don't know, whatever. I, I try what to use Alexa. That. I'm just going to say what, what Alexa will answer the way Alexa wants to. But, right. Uh, but you can you can really do some cool stuff, and, and you know, as she starts to adapt a little bit to it, um, uh, and, and the kids can utilize that. But uh, that was one of the things I wanted to do, but then it was a, the issue was getting permissions. Yeah. And so, and making sure how do yeah. we do this safely and – um, what if, what are the kids going to be asking? And you, know, you, you really <laughs> uh-huh. have to have some control and some reins on that so they don't ask something inappropriate uh, in the classroom. And plus they're being recorded, you know, so right. there's that too. But, I mean, I guess we're being recorded all the time because Facebook <sighs> is always giving me advertisements on uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, that I'm like, I wasn't even talking. Do you know how many, because I talk about Clemson and Alabama, we all know I'm a Clemson fan. I am not even remotely close to being an Alabama fan, but I get almost all Alabama advertisements. That's fantastic. It, it, it finally caught on that I'm a Clemson fan, and it stopped. And <laughs> I was going and choosing to hide all ads, hide all ads, hide all ads. I mean, I was like, come on. So, uh, I mean, the kids are exposed to it all the time. It's just, you know, uh, I don't know. So what are you thinking? I don't, I really don't know. 
I'm wondering, I'm going to take a look. Guys, I'm going to, I can't stress enough how much um, Cody Chess has something for everything. So I'm going to mm-hmm. look to see if they possibly have yeah. um, something on AI. Um, but I don't know. J- uh, Jason told me, if you're listening, Jason, heads up, reminder, because I won't remember after this podcast. Um, but he said he had a, a lesson um somewhere that had to do with them figuring out something with the ai or i don't know okay so i'm gonna take a peek at that okay if i remember to ask him about it i'm gonna text you right now (laughs) hey remember remember to ask jason yeah so i'm looking at my syllabus from this last year for sixth grade um and their project list was an outdoor tech free activity um, ADA help, a house design, and a robotics basics. We got to, <laughs> we did two of those, I think. We did the outdoor tech-free activity. And honestly, I had that one planned for when we had our tech-free day. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea was before we did our tech-free day, they would make an activity to do outside. They would fabricate something um to do outside for that day Mm -hmm. um for them to have to mess with it ended up being at the very beginning of the year since we were going to be outside so much because of covid right so um it ended up switching a little bit um and we ended up not doing a tech free day this year because this year was what this year was uh uh so anyway I think they enjoyed it, though, thinking about something for their, they got to think about something that they got to create for um, their advisory. Okay. So, and that's the big deal with sixth grade. So fifth grade gets an introduction to everything that is STEM. Sixth grade starts to think about people outside of themselves. Mm -hmm. So that was a fun one. I think um, it got them thinking about somebody else, and then it got them um, planning. It was our first, like, we got to sit, we got to plan, we got to have, you have to present it to me before I buy anything for you or before I give you any um, materials. Um, I really enjoyed the ADA unit, and I think they did as well. Um, My only thing looking back at it, is that a lot of them did ADD and ADHD and just made fidget stuff. And I'm wondering how I can cut down on that without hindering their ability to, you know what I mean? Um, I would say that maybe in this, you know, constraints mention that they it needs to be something that helps with mobility or uh, I mean I really I had one student um, and he decided to do celiac disease mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that correctly um, and he came out with a pill and at first I said okay listen you're not just making a pill so that way all you have to do is 3D print a pill and that's it. I was like, that's not. I said, you're going to research and figure out what would go in this pill to actually help. And I mean, he did. And by the time he gave his presentation, I was, I didn't know half the words he was saying, but he did and he had confidence and he knew what he was talking about. Um, so I, I don't want to limit it just to mobility, 
But I also, again, just don't want a whole bunch of fidget stuff. Right. So it's like, I don't know how to... Maybe I could say only one, one quote-unquote... No, let's do this. One different ability per each. Right. Does that make sense? Right. But like only one person in all of my sixth grade will have ADD. Only one person in all of my sixth grade will have ADHD. Right. I think I have a lot of sixth graders, so I might have to go three per. <laughs> I think I have 30 sixth graders. Yeah, you could have sign-ups for it, too. Yeah, I think I might do that. Yeah. And just first come, first serve. Right. Um, I really, that one helped us kind of go towards um, doing research, um, which was, I think, good for that grade level because they haven't really done a whole lot of research. Um, but I think it I think it was good for them to kind of start seeing, well, there's a whole bunch of different people that say different things, which one is, you know what I mean, um, which then led us to doing our environmental project, which I think we'll do again this year. But I think I might get Miss Adair to come in and talk to us. Okay. Since she is our environmental teacher. She's fabulous. She's fantastic. Um, but I think three big projects for them is plenty for sixth grade. And then just have design challenges throughout. Right. I think. I'm glad I sent you a recording of my design challenge. Because you can just use it again next year. For your eighth grade. Are you going to do that? Same project. Oh, yeah. Eighth grade. Yeah, I actually am. And I'm going to add in um, a couple. So we have, um, they do, um, the copper roof comes in, and then um, fabrication comes in, entrepreneurship. and entrepreneurship comes in, um, engineering comes in, coding comes in. I'm going to add this year VR and um, cybersecurity because I know a guy. <laughs> it helps to know people. So right. I, I'm going to add um, all of that in. So that's seven weeks. So, yeah, it'll be a big one. Um, it'll be seven weeks of people coming in and doing different challenges every week um, and talking about their class and what that looks like once you, you know, are in the real world, quote unquote. Right. And then they'll do their they'll do their project to present to um that corresponding teacher. Um but yes, I am. And you did the Correct. recording and we did what did we do for you? We did roller coaster. A roller coaster. Mm hmm Yep. So anyway, that's a big eighth grade project. And I'll do one for the entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I'm gonna i I'll record it so you have it for Yeah. For future. Um, and I'm excited. Um, I mean, that's, that's a hugely exciting thing that I didn't, I didn't think it would be that exciting, but like I got into it and they got into it and just their joy was, was exciting. So yeah, we will be doing that. That will be a, at least 12 week unit. Okay. But since every week is different, I don't feel bad for it being a 12 week unit. I don't think that they'll hate it. 
So yeah, so that's my eighth grade, my sixth grade. I'm, I'm going to have to figure out seventh grade is the only one that I have it wrap my head around. Fifth is simple, right? Mm -hmm. I have you for this amount of weeks. Every week we do a different um, facet of STEM. Um, that way they understand what it is. And, and really for fifth grade, it's just taste testing right? They're, they're getting a taste of all the different things that we have to offer in middle school for them to take as electives. Right. So, um, for them, they're just getting a taste of what STEM is. So fifth grade simple. I feel like I've got sixth grade, eighth grade is pretty good to go. It's just my seventh grade, since I have been able to split them up into the kids that really want to do hands-on building tinkering and the kids that really like to do, um, coding and, um, robotics and, Right. electronic stuff. So I think that's going to be what I'm going to be focused on this month is just getting my head wrapped around the two different classes. So I think I have a total of, so the eighth will be the same, the two seventh, the sixth will be the same, the fifth, and then the fifth on young entrepreneurship. And then if you count the digital, the digital right. natives. So both of us have seven classes. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. It's going to be a fun year guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I talked and talked and talked about middle school um, and I have zero solid plans. So I'm excited. <laughs> We're getting there, though. We're getting close. When it's so much student agency built into your your world, it's, it, 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 you know, being ahead of the plan. Yep. It's, it's I mean, it, it helps to have structures in place. I think that and Cindy right. and I've talked about this. Number one, you have to have your room organized, but right. not just your room organized. You need to have how are they going to come to you and talk to you? I How are they going to ask for things? How are they going to yada, yada? If you have the organization behind the class itself, then I think the class goes smoothly, even if you have no idea what's going to happen. Right. Like I've got the form for them to fill out when they need their supplies and their materials. They come to me for two check-ins before they even fill that form out. And they know that they, they come for me, the design check-in, they come for me for the, for the discover check-in. I had that backwards, right. but anyway. Um, and so with those structures in place, I think it's easier to let the kids have student agency. Right. So I think we're, we're going to have a good year. We'll find out. Yay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to be a thousand percent honest. We've talked this month about planning, and I don't know what we're going to talk to you about next month because, um, yeah. So we'll find out. Mystery month next month. <laughs> Mystery month. <laughs> Mystery month. We will talk to you next <laughs> week, guys. Bye.